And that music means hour two of the crew, baby. Moshe Golubchik, Alex Carminati, Arnav Sarkar, Gideon Fox, here with you on College Avenue on this cold Monday night. And we're going to pivot now from the hardwood to the gridiron. Let's talk some football. Okay. Not well, Rutgers football because there's well, nothing to talk about. Well, that's look. I mean, Dion Jennings said he's coming back for another year. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. But, okay, fine. And Adam, huge. And that granted, huge. Adam Korzak did get his due oh, and, win, and the Ray Guy the Award. Goat, the goat. The goat. Got what he deserved and should have had last year. Punting, yep. The most punting yards in college football history, which. Granted, you have to acknowledge is kind of a knock on the offense, but you let's could count the amount of touchbacks he had on in his entire in his entire collegiate career on one hand. He had what? And a, still have fingers left over. What was his streak? Like a hundred fifty uh, punts without a touchback? Yeah, or something? and the only reason that that streak was there was a couple of punts before that. The only reason those weren't included was because his coaches told him to get a touchback so that Rutgers would ice the game. Wow! So that streak really should be a little bit longer than it was. And then he did get a two like real touchbacks this yeah. year. Um, but yeah, absolute goat. He got out under the basketball game yesterday. He got a standing ovation. The second, really? as, as the second he should stepped on the court, people went nuts. Look, that's a great thing for this program. And this is no knock to Adam Korsak. And we're, I'm I'm not getting into a Rutgers football tangent right now. But what I will say is that because and again, it's it's a great award, a great accomplishment, all that. But that shows the problem of the program, especially offensively. Yeah, I, I, I agree lie. with you. We're not going to get into the no, conversation, no, no, but no. that's why he was so good. I mean, oh, he, no, no, of he had plenty of opportunities. Of course. He also has pure natural talent. Oh, of course. He could. He's a sniper. Like He could pinpoint a spot on the field and be like, I'm yeah. getting the ball let's right there. Let's save Rutgers football yeah. for next year. It's been, for, yeah, it's, and it works. It's, it's yeah. been a long year. All right. <laughs> uh, the, the pros. How the pros. The guys, well, the guys are getting paid to do this. The big news out of the pros is that, according to, uh, I believe it was Adam Schefter, the 49ers have said that Debo Samuel is expected to make his return in the regular season. Oh, that's good. Wow. That was a nasty injury he suffered uh, yesterday. He 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 uh he got tackled. He was being taken down. I think it was his left knee if I remember. Like twisted back. I twisted back. They had to cart him off the field. And he looked incredibly emotional. He did. Rightfully he, so on the card. It looked like he was, it was one of those looks where it's like <coughs> I'm done until done for the, the year. Yeah. 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 thought. But that that is great. And that would be a huge loss for the Niners after they I mean, they lost Trey Lance in week two. They just lost Jimmy G last week, although can we talk about Brock Purdy Please. for a second? Yeah. Brock yes. Purdy's Brock, incredible. Can Mr. we talk about Brock Purdy? Purdy. Mr. Relevant, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Irrelevant be damned. That's right. I mean, the guy was incredible and Brock Purdy is the only player to beat Tom Brady in his first career start as a quarterback. In NFL history. That's cool. That's yeah. a cool only guy to do Hold on. How old is Brock Purdy? 22, 23. And Tom Brady's been in the league 23 years. Tom Brady is 22 days and almost two, uh, tw- actually, r- rather 22 years and almost 200 days older than Brock Purdy. And he beat him. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, Sorry, Brock Purdy is 22. Uh, yeah, that. and Tom Brady's Tom Brady's been in the league longer than Brock Purdy's been alive. Yep, and Tom wow. Brady is from the Bay Area too. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the second time he's played San Francisco in 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 the Bay Area. And from what I remember, he's lost both games. I could be wrong on that, but he's not done well regardless. And yesterday was a. Epitome of <laughs> I mean, they were down out. 35 Just, nothing at one point. Yeah, it was bad. Well, I mean, the, the 49ers defense is ridiculous. It is. Oh, absolutely. That be, that, that's probably the best defensive unit in the NFL right Easily, now. but, that, but Agreed. That, that that Niners offense was beyond explosive. 28 nothing at halftime. At halftime. 
It's incredible. And that's Brock uh, Purdy was Brock Purdy was looking like Tom Brady out there. Yeah, um, I think we might actually have a, a hotkey that's appropriate for what Brock Purdy might have been saying both to Tom Brady and to his actual father who was in the stands. Daddy, daddy, notice me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. And his father, Brock oh, Purdy's father, boy. was very emotional. As he should be. Is he? I, I miss this. Is he something? Is he just his father, or is he an NFL? No, his father. No, just just a guy. His family guy. was in the crowd. Okay, okay. His family his, was in his the crowd. His dad is just Mr. Purdy. Yeah. He's not he's not anything. Like okay. Yeah. That's nice. I was like when they pan yeah. the camera yep. over oh, to celebrate. Yeah, family. no, but he's I, just. I don't know if he had like a college or NFL so. past. Okay. I don't think so. Not but to my knowledge, just father of, but, of the quarterback. Oh my, Fox Fox on that broadcast sh- took shots of that family and and panned over to them multiple times, and you can see the family so excited and happy and jumping up and down. And you know, high fiving, and cr- the father was crying at one point. The father was crying, and his father definitely noticed him. I mean, that's for sure. But at, but at the same time, I mean, incredible. It was just a masterful performance. And honestly, the 49ers are legit, and they've been legit for the past few years. And you know, and again, you know, Trey Lance and Jimmy G, they're injured and they're back and forth. Brock Purdy could be the real deal for this team. And actually, Brock Purdy. Might be might be the solution at quarterback. And you can say that because one of those quarterbacks that you named is not going to be there. Yeah. You know what? Like it's it, there's most so likely many, Garoppolo. Most likely Garoppolo. But now you have Mister Relevant popping right. up. I mean, yeah, an already complex situation just got even more complex. Yep. And yep. like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when when everybody's healthy again. But with the way things are now, I mean. The 49ers were like they're legit. They're rolling. They and are. They're a great defense. Again, yeah. there's but there's two units in the NFL. I guess have best defense in the league in my opinion. But when you're gonna have a healthy Debo Samuel, we know he's gonna be healthy now. Yeah. Yep. You you parlay that with a good quarterback. Yep. I mean, come on. But if you had told a lot of football fan, if you had told football fans, you know, on August 30th, sure, that Brock Purdy was going to start in this league. For the 49ers, and that he was going to beat Tom Brady, I think a lot of NFL fans would have said, "Who?" First of all, not a lot. I think everybody who follows football would say that they would have called you a maniac. They, they, they might have put you in a home for saying that. They wouldn't I mean, even. I'm, no, I'm saying people would have said, "Who's Brock Purdy?" Like, right. no, no, no. I know, Mister yeah. Irrelevant, gonna beat Tom Brady and start for the 49ers. And keep in mind, he was Mister Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft this year. Yeah, this year, last pick this year. I mean, it's a it's a remarkable story, and it's only one game. But for the sake of him and for the sake of the story, hopefully it keeps on going. Yeah, you I mean, gotta hope so. But no matter who the quarterback is for the 49ers, that team is very dangerous. And on their defense alone, they can get to the Super Bowl. On that defense alone, I I, I wouldn't be shocked if they smack Philadelphia or they or they beat whoever you want to name, and they somehow represent the NFC in the biggest game of the year. Uh, the, well, the thing about Philadelphia is, uh, like, Philadelphia. I don't know if they could get team. through Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, is very good, is, yeah. but they're if and Jalen their Hurts defense isn't as good. Out this true. Year. Yeah, and they're so they're more well rounded than the 49ers. If you think about it, though, and yeah, you know the defense bails out Philadelphia, and again they're very good and they just blew out the Giants. Sorry, Arnoff, uh mm. yesterday, but <laughs> so that's all right. It was not that, pretty. That was, that was over before. It oh, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! For some reason, I left the game on till the end, then I got more upset. And you then... were there? Hey, you know, I was watching. I didn't even turn oh, it on. 
Yeah, and then I switched to. Then again, um, I'm a Steeler Houston, fan, so like, like I stopped following oh, when oh, it was 27-7. That that's when that's when I stopped watching the game. It was 27-7. Good night. That was yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I was kind of doing other things, but I added on. Who wouldn't have piling up the score? Yeah, but at least you didn't waste your time going to the stadium. Oh yeah, I was thinking about it for a while actually, and I was I was like, thank God I didn't go. Yeah, better off, pal. But um, but the thing is. Look, and again, you know, whether or not Purdy can keep this going or we're not, San Fran's run offense is incredible. And if Debo Samuel's back, McCaffrey, first off, is a beast, and that was a great trade they mm-hmm. made to get him to come to the Bay Area. Debo Samuel's just an all-around threat, and George Kittle's George Kittle. So I think, look, I mean, their offense does not compare to Philadelphia, obviously, but I think as a whole, if, the, if that Niners defense can pressure Jalen Hurts just enough and shut down Devontae Smith, shut down A.J. Brown, shut down the entire Philadelphia offense, San Fran's going to have, have have a field day with them. Well, I want to push back a little bit, Carm. George Kittle has had an incredibly disappointing year this year. That's fair. Uh, up until this year, I mean, it's it's Kittle, Kelsey, Kittle, Kelsey, one and two flip-flopping back and forth. Okay. I mean, now it's it's Kelsey all the way up here, and That's Kittle's fair. down. I mean, you look at his regular season stats, 42 receptions, 500 yards, Averaging 12 yards a game, is, okay. that's nothing no, it's for, not. for what no, Kittles on no, the pass. No, no, I mean, you're right, Gideon, and I don't disagree with that. But when it comes to the the, the way he's still it, still it, 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 excuse me, still able to block, he's yeah, one of the yeah, best yeah. blocking tight ends in football. Which is huge when you have a, a, a running back like McCaffrey. Door, a quarterback. And exactly, exactly. And again. Exactly, that's critical. And again. And again, whether or not Purdy keeps on going is the question, but let's say he does keep it going. Brock Purdy can throw. The man had a very nice rushing touchdown too, uh, too yesterday versus Tampa Bay. So the man's a dual threat. He can run, he can throw, he's very efficient, and with the weapons he has, forget about it. That's, I mean, Brock Purdy in that one game is the quarterback San Fran just needs because they have so much offensive talent. And now that you add McCaffrey in the mix, they're just much more deadlier. Now that you have a quarterback that performed very well, hopefully, again, it, it continues for their sake, they're a very scary team. My thing is with Phil, and honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if that is the um, the. NFC Championship. Minnesota's a good team. I think San Fran can beat Minnesota. I really do believe that. And Minnesota's got Jefferson and all of that, and their defense is solid and what have you. San Fran as a whole is just a much more well-rounded team. And Minnesota yesterday got embarrassed by Detroit. Detroit's good, and Detroit, they're a a stunner for many people. But to lose like like that to Detroit, and both games that you've played Detroit, they've been either very close, you, you, you just held on, or you lost by double digits just like yesterday in uh you know Detroit. Um, you look at this 49ers team, and w- besides Philadelphia, they're the team to beat in the National Football Conference. And honestly, I would not be surprised somehow if Philadelphia loses and folds the bag to San Francisco. I, I can see it happening right now. I mean, that would be an entertaining game. I do think Philly has the upper hand in that. Though. I do, I just too. Think they, have more, they have more threats on offense. They do. They're a deeper team. Um. I mean, I've, then then they have to go against the 49ers defense, which will hold them off and, and will hold exactly. them up to the season average. But I think it's going to come down to that the fact that the 49ers offense is not as good as the Eagles defense. That is fair. That is fair to say. At the same exact time, you look at the 49ers defense, and if they can frustrate Jalen Hurts and they just start awful in that game, let's say, if it is a game eventually, and they're able to shut down Devontae Smith, um, uh, you know, A.J. Brown, if they could stop Miles Sanders on the ground, especially because Fred Warner is just ridiculous, one of the best linebackers in the game, might might be the best possibly. He's really up there. But, you know, you look at this team, and 
I just I just look at the coaching. I look at it all together, and they're a very very dangerous team. And again, with that run game, whether Purdy or not continues, McCaffrey's incredible. Samuel's a dual threat. George Kittle will block remarkably strong. He always has for years, regardless of whether or not his offensive numbers are up there or not this season. San Fran's a very shocking team. I think it probably could be Philadelphia San Fran if it if somehow both teams meet up in the uh, the the uh, National Football Conference Championship game, the the uh, the uh, the, uh, the NFC title game. If that gets there somehow, would it be shocked if San Fran won? But it's a, it's going to be very in- interesting to see how that conference goes, especially with the AFC, where Kansas City might be the favorite, even though Buffalo is the one seed technically. But Buffalo's been so back and forth and so sloppy this year in many, many games. I mean, the fact that they sp- split with the Jets this year says a lot, and they only beat the Jets by eight points yesterday. At the same time, Josh Allen's been just so minuscule. He's been so back and forth, especially as of late. He's been winning games, but he's been winning games in a sense where he's just gotten over. And we look at Josh Allen the past few years, last year especially, I mean, he was a, he was he was he, he was an MVP candidate. He's one of the best quarterbacks in football. He still is, but this season for Josh Allen's been very disappointing. And you look at Buffalo, they're still 10 and 3. They're still a good team. Technically, they're the one seed. They would have the bye if the playoffs started today. But the Buffalo Bills still versus Kansas City cannot beat Kansas City. And if it's Bills and Chiefs again in whatever round of the playoffs, I don't see Kansas City losing. I just don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bills did get a win earlier, but, I mean, the playoffs are a different beast. It would be interesting if it's in Buffalo. I mean, I don't know if the weather would, like, play, like, a factor in that. Wouldn't it probably would. You think? Yeah. I mean, I think it would. I mean, Buffalo weather in December? An, Mahomes has January playing a factor? Kansas City is not that warm either, though. That, Keep that, that, that in mind. That is true. Yeah. Kansas City is not that warm, and Mahomes has played in very, very tough temperatures. He's played in a, a, a lot of cold games, and he's and, and he's won cold games, Um, you know. But um, I just think... Right now in the AFC, Buffalo's up there. The Dolphins are up there. Uh, you know, Baltimore, maybe they're there. They just lost Lamar Jackson. They just had Tyler Huntley get hurt, too. So who knows what that situation looks like. Cincinnati's still in the mix. They're climbing up a little bit, uh, you know, again. They beat Kansas City. My yeah. thing is this. If it's Bengals and Chiefs, Cincinnati's probably going to win. Because for, for some reason, Joe Burrow is 3-0 and versus Kansas City, and Pat Mahomes loses to the Bengals for whatever reason, whether in Cincinnati or in Kansas City. But right now, if we're looking at it as a whole, whether Cincinnati's competitive or good enough or what have you, it's Kansas City's conference to lose. That's how I see it. Because Buffalo's been back and forth, and if Kansas City wins next week and Buffalo somehow slips to Miami again, and they lose to Miami in a season sweep, Kansas City will be the one with without a question. And it'll be Kansas City, it will prove that Kansas City still is the team to beat in the American Football Conference, yeah. I mean, you talk about a well-rounded team. Yeah, that's 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 literally it. Which the which, Chiefs. by the way, good old Isaiah Pacheco's become the number one guy out yeah, there. Look yeah, at, look at Pop. Pop is yeah, he has. I love when people describe him as angry and angry watching his running. NFL. Yeah, he I like, mean, you saw that one that uh, Kyle Brandt posted today, where he's like Isaiah Pacheco is angry. Yeah, I think he, he said furious or something. I mean, and then he, these these clips of Isaiah Pacheco running are of him just like barreling through and like he his just, leg turnover mm-hmm. the the amount of time that it takes for him to take a full step I don't know how big his stride is sure but the amount of time that it takes him to get one rotation of his legs has got to be off the charts oh, it's, it's like watching a hummingbird flap its wings it's just like step 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 it, it's it's crazy and he, he runs yeah. so fast and when he gets tackled and goes on the ground he like 
doesn't he can't hit the ground yeah. because there's so much momentum in his body and he just, he just keeps just going trucks forward. forward. Yeah, yeah, it's so Incredible. weird. It's it's awesome. Like it's, it it's different. Awesome. It is different to watch. And it's the fact fun. that and again the fact that Rutgers is being represented at such a high right. stage like that from a rookie running back picked in the seventh round of the NFL draft. Keep in mind, two years ago, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, first round pick. He was supposed to be the big guy take on over. He's been nowhere to be found now. Nope. It's now Pop Show. And Pop is popping all over the place. He's also a New Jersey guy. That's not a guy that he's proud of, of where he grew up. That's he's true. proud of being a violent New Jersey native. He's proud of Rutgers. He's got a block R tattooed yep. right next to the state wow. of New Jersey. Like that wow. like he will it's very clear where Isaiah Pacheco grew up and where Isaiah yep. Pacheco went to college. He's yep. not gonna hide it. It's it's very clear that he's he's a Rutgers product. And it's incredible that again he's being represented and he's showing Rutgers at such a high level. Because again, Bo Melton, Isaiah Pacheco. Very, very late seven-round picks in last year's draft. And I think it shows that Rutgers should not be underestimated. And say what you want about their football team as a whole, but the, but the defense this year especially, Christian Braswell in in the draft this year, you have so many guys You'll be able Rutgers. to buy Christian Braswell jersey in a couple months. Oh, yeah, probably, I might have to. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Christian Braswell, Izian. Um, I mean, Trey Avery's been having a good year right now with the Titans. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. playing a lot. He's playing a decent amount of time. I mean, again, you, you're having these Rutgers guys, though, step up. But my thing this year is that, like, Braswell and Christian Isian and Avery Young and uh, Afani Maje and some others, like, they might, they, they still might have, if they do get drafted in the seventh round, I wouldn't be shocked if they reach four, five, or six, though. Especially with Pop set, setting the standard he did this season, and the the standard he's still setting this season. Imagine if Isaiah Pacheco, as a rookie running back in the NFL, becomes not just the starter, but he wins a Super Bowl with Kansas City and Pat Mahomes. <laughs> That's awesome. That Following would be, his, that would be his time amazing. at Rutgers, the picture right? of Mahomes. Pacheco and, Pacheco and the Lombardi Trophy between the two of them wow. would be. I mean, oh, you'd, you'd see that me? in the Hale Center for decades. It would to come. never I mean, come yeah. down. That, that would be incredible. That belongs right next to the Gandolfini picture at the that Hale Center. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But but I I could picture that Gideon. I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I mean, the way that they're using him now too, they're using him to his strengths, which is always good to see in NFL coaches. Sometimes they'll have they'll like. Adjust, they'll try to make a play. They'll try to adjust the player for the, the schemes they're trying to run. But they're like, no, Isaiah Pacheco. Here's the ball. Let's clear out a hole, and he's just gonna angry run the ball. And he's just gonna ball. run downhill. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. And what's so funny is that Dennis Geisler in our league picked him in the first round of the draft. Apparently, right? Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Dennis, yeah. I don't remember what pick Dennis had, but I mean, Carmen, I know you don't do fantasy football. Yeah, but I don't. The guys that go, you know, Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, Alvin Kamara. Um, you know Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> those guys. Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah also Pacheco. In the mix. <laughs> yeah. I mean Isaiah Pacheco. But he's actually off. doing something. Right, right. That's yeah. the Hold thing. Hold on. I I would be remiss if I didn't remind everyone that Isaiah Pacheco went 13th overall in the WRCU fantasy football draft. It was 13. Okay. To and Dennis Geisler. Mo, if you can search up quickly what pick he was overall in the 2022 NFL draft. It's very close. Give me a second. Mr. Irrelevant in seventh round. round. Very late seventh round, but. I think it, it, it might have been in the 250s if I'm wrong. It might have been sometime. It was 251. 251. Wow. So 251. Up there. He's a, he, and let's very see. close let, to let Brock me, Purdy. Let me check where Purdy was. It was the last. It was 260. I'm saying what number? Oh, a number. It was 260 something. So 260, uh, 262. Two. Wow. So Pacheco was 251 out of 262. Wow. Right and Brock Purdy was, was, of course, was 262. 262. And Bo Melton was also somewhere down there. 
Maybe it was in the sixth, if I'm not mistaken. No, he was no, also seventh. He was seventh. Yeah, yeah. He was a seventh round pick. Mm. Melton but was two two nine. Wow. Yeah, he was a little bit earlier, I guess, in the seventh. But again, yeah. you look at a guy like Pacheco and what he's doing is incredible. And Brock Purdy too. I think it just <laughs> proves and Tom Brady, of course, is the ultimate example of why you should not sleep on sixth or seventh round I picks, mean, late picks in general. Yeah. Right. But if a coach sees something they like, like yeah. we as much as football as as us in this room could watch, we just don't see the game the same way that people that wear the headsets on oh, the sideline do. Easily. They just look at it differently. Because the they athletes look at it differently. Eat, breathe and sleep. Yeah, but it's football. more than that too. It's like you see it in hockey too. It's like what Wayne Gretzky said: a good hockey player plays with the puck. He's a great hockey player plays with the puck. He's going to be. They see the sport differently. They don't see the puck. They don't see the puck, the ball, where it is. They see where it's going to be in a couple seconds. Oh, they yeah. know where to yeah. be. I mean, and coaches like it's it's remarkable. Yeah. It is. And like Isaiah Pacheco. I think you got picked a little bit late, but that's because that the scouting team on the Kansas City Chiefs said this guy will fit with what we do. Right, he's perfect. Yeah. I mean that's like they when he draft- stole him late in the yep. draft. But they're like, this guy will fit in for us. It's it's remarkable fit. that people are able to figure it out. Fit, he, he locks is. in step. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he locks in step. Right. I mean, there. I think oh that's goodness. like when you draft a quarterback, knowing he's going to stay on the bench for a year or two and learn. You know, like Matt Mahomes. Jordan Love, like Mahomes. Oh, Jordan Love is a Let's separate Carm. conversation. Let's our, our our resident Packers fan, one of two in the department. Gideon, How are you feeling, Carm? Gideon, we just went from Patrick Mahomes and Isaiah Pacheco raising a Lombardi Trophy in the Hale Center, possibly <laughs> a picture of it in the Hale Center. Don't he bring it back here? To Jordan Love. <laughs> What a transition! <laughs> what a that, that is, is a record. You, you might get some. Whiplash. I got two turntables right here because we got a record scratch. That <laughs> is one of the that is one of the most painful transitions I've ever heard of in my entire life. But I will go with it. And Jordan Love, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, against the Eagles in that uh, game, forty thirty three, did not look bad actually. He actually didn't look bad. Yeah, he looked pretty good. And he threw a very nice touchdown to Christian Watson, sixty three yards against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So you know what, Jordan. I just at this point with the Packers, I give up for for this season. I give up because, and they're five and eight, and they're somehow in the hunt. But oh my goodness, I mean, it's just it is painful. It is watching. It is literally not. I mean, it 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 is watching paint dry, but watching cracks go throughout the paint the entire time, and having a spill everywhere that's just impossible to clean up. That's what Packers football is this season. So how do you can you clean like? Can you you clean can it up? to a certain extent. The question is, it's going to take a long time to clean it up, and the easy and the the easy way to clean it up is somehow move on from Rodgers. And honestly, that should have happened last season. And at this point, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, but he's and he's hurting, still under contract for one more year. And, but he's hurting himself by doing this. Now, Aaron Rodgers has been ruined, and they've screwed him for over a decade with with with, with what the front office has done. No, no doubt about that in my mind. I preached on that for years now, but I look at this season specifically, and Aaron Rodgers has just been very selfish. That's the problem with Aaron Rodgers. And the and yes, you might get the contract and all the money and all the you know you know attention to headlines and what have you. But at the end of the day, he's hurting himself more 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 than pleading his case for why he needs help, why he needs to get more support to keep this team in competition and win a championship. At this point, you're better off just putting putting in Jordan Love. And honestly, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers in that game against the Eagles was one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. Yes, he had two touchdowns, but he threw two of the worst picks I've ever seen him throw. 
it was really painful to watch. And the fact that Jordan Love came in, and even though they lost, he was very promising, and he was able to hook up with Christian Watson for a touchdown, that said a lot. And when you have Rodgers rolling his eyes and being snarky (laughs) and being a jerk and whatever it may be and really giving everybody a hard time, that's not what you want in the clubhouse. I don't care if you're 35, 25, or 45. He's 39. At the point, you know, you know, the point I'm trying to make is that with Aaron Rodgers, he's hurting himself more, and he's setting the Packers back more now with this whole charade. They're going to miss the playoffs. There's no hope for this season. I'm, 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 I'm just happy they beat Chicago twice. I'm very thrilled on that. They're not going to beat Minnesota. We might lose to Detroit two times. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to Detroit to finish the season. Um, hey, they look good now. I mean. On paper, that's not a horrible loss. Detroit looks good. It's not, but when you look at the game they played versus Detroit and how Aaron Rodgers had one touchdown and three picks before halftime, he was just he was just painful to watch the entire game against Detroit. And you lost to that team 15-6. to And what gets me even worse is that that win versus the Packers for the Lions got them to where they're at right now where they've won five of their last six. They've been on a hot streak at the expense of the Green Bay Packers. And that just makes me even more furious. But my thing is this with this. You know what? I think Aaron should move on. He should have moved on last uh, offseason. By the time I turn around, we're going to be stuck with Jordan Love. We're going to have him for a few years. I don't know what to expect. If he's great, phenomenal. If if, If he's a disaster, whatever. We told you so. He's just an ultimate slap in the face. And... This is going to be a time period where the Packers, that great reign of... The Packers always have this. They have a period of time where for 10 years or whatever it is, they're a great team. They're winning championships. They're competing, whatever. For the next 30 years, 3-0, they're abysmal. Then they win a championship. Then in 20 years or 15 years, they win a championship. Watch it take 40 years this time. The Green Bay Packers have not won a championship since the last one in 2010. And by the time it hits 2050, Aaron Rodgers will, will, will be in a home, Jordan Love will be retired, and the Packers will, 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 win a, will win a Super Bowl with someone you've never heard of. So lock it in, 2050, Packers Super Bowl. 2050, Packers Super Bowl. Wow. So can we, can we skip the Mark here, Messier speech this time, though? So everybody on this team, like Watson is, is irrelevant. Like, do, does Watson get moved? Look, they're gonna be, Watson's going to be great. Watson's going to be a talent. He's a talented guy, and maybe Jordan Love can do something with it. But my thing is, is that even though the Packers have had talent, whether it be on the defense, the offense, what have you, when you look at the 1970s to 1996 or 7 when they won their, their, their third Super Bowl and their first Super Bowl since the Vince Lombardi era, they had talent. They just, they just did not have the quarterback. That was the main problem, Gideon. They had wide receivers. They had some good offensive pieces. Their defense wasn't half bad, but they did not have the quarterback. Honestly, I'm I'm blanking on the guy's name right now who the quarterback was for the 80s, but he wasn't good. The the um during that span, the last good quarterback Green Bay had before Brett Favre was Bart Starr. And the last good quarterback Green Bay had before Aaron Rodgers was Brett Favre. And the last good quarterback Green Bay's going to have since Aaron Rodgers, I've got no idea. I couldn't tell you now. Well, I mean, you guys had like three elite quarterbacks in a row. So, like, you know, yeah. you know what I'm Well, saying? Not, not necessarily in a row because you had the 60s, then you had 30 years of pain and misery. 
Then you had Bart. Uh, then you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So really, it's like two back to back. If if you really think, think about it. Yeah, I, I guess. But yeah. the thing is, is that Green Bay is a team that has a great quarterback for for a span of time, 10, 15 years. Then nothing happens. Then they get a quarterback, 10, 15 years. Then they get a quarterback, 10 years maybe, and then nothing happens. That's the problem. And it's rare that we had the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers trade-off, but I see where this story is going. So you're saying the wave's about to turn back down. Oh, yeah. You kidding me? It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be melting like a whole bunch of cheese, pal. That's how bad it's going to be. You kidding me? It's going to be awful. Yeah. It's going to be really bad. And at the end of the day, we're going to see a good Packers quarterback not name Aaron Rodgers in a long period of time. Maybe 2050, maybe 2040, maybe 2035. Wow, that is... Wow. You're looking like extremely You're saying 30 yeah. years they I'm, won't have a good quarterback. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being realistic with what history has proven over time. Okay. That's it. Hey, Pittsburgh, think about it. I mean, you had yeah. Terry Bradshaw, and then for what, 30 years? What, 25, 30 years? Bradshaw retired in... The 80s, right? 80? 84. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, for, for for like 20 years, 25 years, it took till Ben Roethlisberger to come up. Yeah. And now, you're. I mean, Kenny Pickett's okay. I Look. He's all right. I'm not going to sit here... You know, on December twelfth, twenty twenty two, and say Kenny Pickett's the answer. Right. right. I'm also not going to say he's not. Right. He's played seven games. He's gotten concussed twice. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> um. Look, I I hope Kenny Pickett is the answer. Oh sure. If for no other reason than I don't want to spend the next however many years in misery. 15, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um. You Mo and I will have a book club. Yeah. With how bad our teams will be doing I mean, for the next twenty years. Look, my father. <laughs> my father grew up watching Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. I grew up watching Ben Roethlisberger. Sure. My father was about 15, 16 when and Bradshaw retired. I was 21 when Roethlisberger retired. Wow. Or 20. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that I don't see the downturn that he saw after Bradshaw retired. Uh, but, yeah. like I said, I'm hopeful for Kenny Pickett. I'm still optimistic. Sure, sure. Um, I like what I see out of him so far. He's still, you know, got some rust to knock off. Sure. Right, right. But I... I'm hopeful. Look, I and again, I'm willing to give Jordan Love a shot. I think he looked great versus the Eagles. I think that he could he could do something. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm nuts. I don't know. Well, I, I am nuts to begin with, but <laughs> um, in a good way. Uh, the point is, is that I look at Jordan the Jordan Love situation, and just the situation itself is just a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers. The way they drafted right. him, the way they brought him in. I I, all I agree with you on that. But here's the question. For the Packers front office that you love so much. Ha! Come May. Yeah. The Packers have to make a decision. Sure. Pick up Jordan Love's fifth year option or let it or not. I I honestly don't know. How do you make that decision from one start and one relief game from injury when he was pretty meh in that one start last year when Rodgers was out with COVID. Right, right. And he was he was good. Admittedly, he was good against the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. But how do you make that decision Mo, based on six quarters of action? Mo, I don't disagree with you. I think you're right right on, right on the money here. The money. The mo-ney. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Mo-money. I think mo you're right money. on the mo-ney. But at the same time... You 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 kind of have to pick it up because of, because of the, of the situation you're dealt in. Yeah. You drafted a guy for a reason. 
over an offensive player and traded up to get him in, in the first round when he was supposed to be a second, third round pick, by the way. You traded up to get him too. You reached as far as the stars to pick Jordan Love. Why? I don't know. But actually, I do know. Despite Aaron Rodgers, yeah, for but, real. But, but for for and how has that worked out? <laughs> obviously not well, because I'm in pain and Christian Vasquez is in pain. So it's that. But at this point, you have to, you have to pick up the option because they they claim to commit to this guy. If this guy is the next guy to take over following Rodgers, you're gonna have to give him something. Is, and if you trade it up for the guy, you would I, hope I that you. something happens. Is Rodgers out of Green Bay this year? I would I would think so. Because he's he's under contract for one more year. So whether he stays or goes is up to him. Here's the here's the problem though. I would like to think that. I thought last year would have would have been the final straw. And I was saying it for years. By last offseason he was going to Denver, what have you. Yeah. He stayed. And I'm shocked. I mean, he everyone stayed. thought he was going to Denver yeah. with uh name Hackett. Hackett, thank Daniel you. Daniel Hackett. And now good Russell Wilson's been the best quarterback <laughs> in the market. <laughs> oh, man. Coach man, Hahn. Seahawks man. won that trade. Coach sure. Hahn is, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a a huge fan of Russell Wilson. This season especially. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But point is, is that you have to commit to Jordan Love now because of what you put yourself in. You've 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 boxed yourself into a one-way conversation, a one-way situation. It's it's a one-dimensional way, and you have to now bounce yourself into that. And and if you don't commit to that, it's all for spite. It's all for nothing, and it makes the front office look even worse than they are already. That's the problem. So, I mean, look, Mo, you and me for the next 15, 20 years are are going to be in football misery. That's all I know because. Although Kenny Pickett might be something, but when we look at history, good quarterbacks last for a period of time, and then when the next guy comes in, doesn't look so pretty. I I'm not going to disagree with you. And look, I know that the uh, the Mike Tomlin era of glory will come to an end eventually. It's yeah. looking like this season could very well be his first losing season in 15 years. That's at the insane. Helm. But that's incredible. <clears throat> you know, in my memory. The Steelers have never gone worse than eight and eight. Really? What are they now? Five and eight. The five and eight now. Okay. Uh. If they can, <laughs> imagine <laughs> they somehow get the nine and eight. <laughs> I I would be, Alex. That's a win. If that happens, you will hear me screaming in joy from my house. I don't know where you're gonna be, but you will Minnesota. hear me. Minnesota. You will hear me. You will hear me screaming Minnesota. from Minnesota. All right. I'll bet money on that. I'll keep that in mind. I'll just have my. Uh, I'll. You know what? I will do that. I'm going to hook up a Comrex system to your house. I'm going to make sure the access is on. And then I'm going to make sure I hear you scream all the way from New Jersey. That's what all I'll right. do. But, look, I mean, the point is, Gideon, to your, to your original question, is that it's a mess. It's going to get worse and worse. I don't, I don't see any positive outcome in the next few years for this team. I think it's just an overall debacle when it comes to management. What Matt... How Matt LaFleur is still a coach is incredible. I would have fired him after the NFC debacle against the against Brady and the Bucks. I would have fired him lickety split Johnny on the spot following that. But the fact that he's still there is that was, remarkable. That was when he went for the field for the, the field, field goal, goal with two oh, minutes to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I mean, at this point, put a chipmunk as the head coach. I mean, it's, 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 it's horrible. It's and then brutal. there was last year with the Niners. Oh, my mm. goodness. Oh, please. I mean, Matt LaFleur is just 
incompetent. He's beyond incompetent. It's awful. And I don't care if you won 50 regular season games. If I don't make one Super Bowl during that span, you're a fraud. Right. You're you're a hack. You're an incompetent hack. I don't care. That's the problem. It's just it is just it's painful. But at the end of the day, I hope Jordan Love does something. If Jordan Love wins me a Super Bowl, I'll shut up forever. But <laughs> no, you won't. So the Packers, I won't. You're right. I, I I will not shut up forever if they win a Super Bowl. If Jordan Love wins a Super Bowl, we will never hear the end of it. Oh, I know. So the Packers are. A loss this season, right? Oh, easily. So who are who are some other losers of the season? That's a good question. The Rams. Like biggest losers, oh, biggest oh, winners. Oh, the Rams. Easily. Caller enough. That That's is. a great. Yeah, the Broncos. Oh, oh, the Rams. Just serious no, question. I mean, the Broncos. The yeah. Serious. The Rams could be the biggest loser. Okay, nah, but Denver, serious. Everything more. You think? No, but the, the expectations are going to be higher for the Rams. Yes, but here's the Compared thing. Infinitely the, oh, higher. That's Sean, fair. Here's the thing. Yeah. I would posit to say. Sean McVay's job in Los Angeles is safe at the end of the season, oh, no matter yeah. the result. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My question is, come January 15th, just to throw out a date, sure. does Nathaniel Hackett still have a job? Uh, Probably not. I don't think so. Probably not. Think about it. I, I honestly had... think Nathaniel Hackett doomed his season the moment he trotted out his kicker in week one in Seattle. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. The thing is... I, th- I mean, you can make an argument for both Denver and the Rams, which is going to be a lovely Christmas game, by the way. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a watch college basketball game instead. I'm going to watch college basketball. I think there might be a bowl game already. That, that okay, yeah, so I'll be watching a bowl game. Watch college is what we're saying. Don't I waste mean, your time on that yeah. game. Or NBA, I would rather. Oh, I mean, either way. I would rather watch Horton Hears a Who over that game <laughs> than Christmas Day. At, at least there's good producers and, and good people <laughs> r- scripting that game. Oh my goodness! Scripting that show. Brutal. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you can make an argument for both teams. Um, Denver had the chips. They had. They they brought on Russell Wilson. Who had a really who okay injuries whatever, but, but he a few had a years Hall of Fame track career. Oh, easily, oh yeah, easily, easily. And they brought in a lot of pieces to build up the defense more. They got Jerry Judy, they got Cortland Sutton. They have a solid offense altogether, and they finally got the quarterback to fill in the hole. But they dropped the gun, and honestly, I think it proves that that Nathaniel Hackett is better off as just an, an offensive coordinator. He's better off just in that spot. He can't lead a team. When a team struggles like that, he can't lead. He can't take responsibility for the defense. He does not know how to run a defense. That's No, seriously, that's the problem. He's more of an offensive guy for a reason. And the fact that even though he's an offensive guy and that offense is brutal also tells tells a big tale. So it's honestly a si- consistent Denver mess ever since Peyton Manning retired because they have really good weapons the quarterback situation has always been questionable. They haven't had a good quarterback since since, since Peyton. Peyton's second to last season, since I'd Peyton, say. Yeah. I yeah, mean Peyton's yeah. last season was not great. Was not great. No, of course, but he's he he, he was still Peyton Manning. He's still Peyton Manning. But the thing is is this, you have a guy like Russell Wilson, you bring him in there since Peyton Manning and he drops the ball. And he's horrible. And I mean, from everything I've been reading, he doesn't like you can say, "Oh, maybe he's not playing so well, but at least he's got the locker room or this he doesn't have the no, locker he room. He doesn't. Are you kidding me? He doesn't have the locker room. He doesn't have a horse. And meanwhile, again, this is just a report that I heard. I don't know how much truth there is. Apparently, sometimes he gets to the line. He's barking out audibles from from the Seahawks, and oh. the Broncos players are like, "What is? We don't know what these Ka-ka, calls are." Ka-ka. <laughs> I mean, come on, oh, you know. Like I mean, I mean, no. I mean, that is a problem. 
And the fact that your own quarterback doesn't truly understand your play calling situation, too, is also an issue. I mean, it's a mess. Denver's a category for that for that winner-loser, quote-unquote. The Rams are definitely in that mix. Packers, for sure. Tampa Bay, even, too, possibly. If Tampa, if somehow, which I don't think is going to happen, if the Carolina Panthers somehow win that division and they beat the Buccaneers in both matchups this year and they miss the playoffs, Tampa Bay is definitely in that conversation. Yeah, I would, say, I would, definitely. I would think so, too. Because, yeah. t- and you know what? Maybe it's the wife. Maybe it's whatever. I don't know. But Tom Brady. And maybe he's 45 years old. But give he, up. Give up. I, well, he did. Well, when you say give back, up, you mean go make $400 million from Fox Sports. That, I mean, and just, yeah, hang up the cleats. He, well, again, he gave up for two weeks. He came back. <laughs> he lost the wife. He's losing everything now. And at the end of the day, he might miss the playoffs. I mean, and again, yesterday, he was awful. He was awful yesterday. He didn't have a touchdown until the fourth quarter. And that touchdown almost got intercepted. <laughs> I didn't see it, but yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I believe you. I'll put it this way: Chris Godwin, right? He's at he's he's at the goal line. Pretty he, good receiver. He tries to catch the ball. He drops the ball. It deflects and it lands up in the lap of Russell Gage. <laughs> oh, that's how they score the touchdown. Oh man! By the way, I will just say there is nothing more disheartening than watching a last-second touchdown get dropped from up close. Yeah. Mm, I was true. actually I was on an ambulance standby for my town's Thanksgiving football rivalry game this year. Okay. And so I was like right – we happened to be situated right by the end zone. Sure, sure. And our team, we were down 15-7, the ball in like the 25 with five seconds oh left. Oh, my goodness. Wide open man in the corner of the end zone in his hands, and then it was on the grass. That's brutal. It was brutal. I don't know if that's worse or the... And, they, uh, and by the way, the, the other yeah. team scored with like a minute to go. Oh, good night. To go up 15-7. Yes. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That, it was awful. That's a heartbreaker. Mm. I, I mean, that's bad. Malcolm Butler, pick on the goal line. Yeah. Should have run it. Exactly, should have ran it with Marshall Lynch. Mm-hmm. He did that instead. You, you would have won a championship for a second straight year. Oh, but, <laughs> absolutely. Without and you would have been Tom Brady. You, you, you would have been Tom Plus, Brady. you had the best corner in the game. Right. Yeah, Sherman, man. <laughs> He was, though, that year. He was. He was that year. But that is still one of my favorite rants of all time. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Oh, my goodness. To me, that's up there with, like, Jim Mora, Allen Iverson, oh, like, the oh, best sport. Oh, Jim rants. Mora is a classic. You're talking playoffs? Playoffs? playoffs. You're talking about playoffs here. <laughs> there, there, there's another one. His name is – he used to be coach for the Cardinals. Dennis – Dennis Green. That's a, yeah. that's a hysterical. Yes. What's, I, yes. what's that one? I saw that one recently. He's cursing up a storm following yeah. the loss of the Bears. It, yeah, it was it, just a hysterical. bad loss. It's a really bad loss. Oh, it's uh, the Bears are what they thought we were. Yeah, that, that's right. That's what it they're, is. They're what they thought we were. That's what that 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 was. That's, it. Cla- that's classic. And and Arizona started like six and zero that year, I think, too, or something like that. Something like that. They were really good that year and too. Then, <laughs> yeah. Hysterical, and 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 the Bears were not that good that season. Yeah, and then the coach just gets up and storms out. Uh, although that also reminded me of another personal favorite of mine, which is Mike Tomlin last year when they asked him if he was going to go coach college football. Oh my goodness! At, at USC, I'm sorry. The line "never say never, but never" is still luck. <laughs> if if That's you're a good one. first off, we're talking Mike Tomlin here. If you are somewhat a respectable figure in media or you're in media whatsoever, how do you have the gall to ask Mike Tomlin that question? 
Yeah, like you have to. A Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl winning coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who has never had a losing season. I know yeah. Carson Palmer said, "Oh, we're looking at Mike." Tom-. No, you can't ask Mike Tomlin. And, and you know what he said at the end of that rant? He goes, "No one's asking Sean Payton that question. Nobody's huh. asking Andy Reid that question." Right. He's like, "What?" Like his whole general tenor. If you watch the press conferences, like, what the heck is this? Right. That's no, good. It's garbage. <laughs> what it is. No, no, I mean, I mean, come on. But, and it's, it's funny, we mentioned that. And then Matt, Matt Rule gets fired by the Panthers and gets a nice contract with, with Nebraska for eight years. <laughs> Nebraska would have hired anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they would have hired Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I think right, any college program would hire Mike Tomlin. Oh, yeah. We, we, so we have ten minutes left going off that topic. Coaching carousel, who are the coaches that are in the carousel? What are the teams that are looking for a coach? Good question. Well, Denver. Denver will be one. For sure. Yeah, Denver. Hackett's gone. So does Hackett have a job after after Denver? Great question. I think to he's go a coordinator. Coaches D2 college ball? Josh McDaniels like... might be going for the Raiders. I can see that possibly. Maybe. I can see that. I think yeah, that's I another think Jeff... team we can add to that list. The Raiders blew it this season. I don't yeah, think Jeff Saturday loser. is in. Uh... You're a big loser when you have an ex- one of the most tenured quarterbacks <laughs> in the in the league with and Josh Jacobs and Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. That's a good. That's another um, really good loser. Yeah. I also don't think Jeff Saturday's in the uh, the big chair next year for the Colts. I don't know. Eh, yeah, probably. Uh, but the Colts are. I mean, I wouldn't even consider the Colts a loser of the year. Yeah, that's the true. Colts just stink. They stink. They stink. Yeah. And that's what we expected. Yeah, Houston, exactly. Yeah. We expected this to be a down year for the Colts. Houston. I mean, Houston Houston's the same deal. I, I think yeah. people expect Houston to be even worse than the Colts. Yeah. Coaching Houston. I don't even. Yeah, good question. Uh, they're, they're just doing. No idea. I legitimately do um, not know who's. Oh, um, Lovey Smith. Yeah, Lovey. Smith. Lo- Smith is coaching the Texans. Lovey Smith and his beard are coaching Never the Texans. Never mind. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Let me pull up the standings here and see who else that's might a, be. Uh, that, that, that's a re- it's really good question. Um, like Brian Hackett. Dable? Brian Dable, job security. Oh, easily. Dable oh, is safe. I think, Anybody on the Jets on. coaching staff, safe. Oh, I think yeah. the entire AFC Jets. East is safe. Around, yeah. yeah. Bill Belichick ain't going nowhere. Oh, no. Of course on, Raiders, on Broncos. Terms, yeah. Yeah. Like, Raiders, Broncos, we said. Raiders, I think, Broncos. I think the, the AFC North, Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers all stay where they are. Yeah. NFC East is safe for sure. Oh yeah, the, the yeah, AFC yeah. South will be interesting. Yeah, because the Titans and Jags, you assume you they're assume not the, going to fire Vrabel. the Jags are gonna, not going to fire the Vrabel. Titans are not firing Vrabel. The Jags are going to stick with Doug Peterson. I don't think the Titans are losers either. I don't think no. they fire Vrabel. They're I don't think they're, they're losers. They're seven and six. They're they're winning that division. They should I mean, be a little better though. The Jaguars. I mean, I they would, should be. I would consider the Jaguars winners. The Jaguars are the biggest winners of the AFC South. That's fair. That's yes. the team that has that has over that has exceeded their expectations the most in that division. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Props to them for that. I mean, they're not going to win the division, but they they are the winners of that division. Yeah. yeah. In, my, in my eyes, they're the biggest winners. Here's a here's a question for you in terms of uh, of head coaches. Uh huh. The Bears are three and ten. Do you fire Matt Nagy? Is it, is it, is it it's not about? Nagy anymore. They fired oh, him no, last year. It's no, Eberflus. Not now. Nagy. Who who is Eber, it? Matt Eberflus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Also, the Saints. I think is an interesting one. Saints are a mess. Saints yeah. losers. Oh, yeah. Saints losers. big losers. You get Michael Thomas back. Falcons, you have Alvin Kamara losers. Falcons losers. I don't think the Falcons. Yeah. I think the Falcons are choke artists. That's all they are. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Falcons are losers. Nobody jokes. expects them to be great. five right. five and eight. Yeah. I don't so think is losers. their coach safe? Yeah, I think the Falcons are safe. Okay. I so think, I think I, you, I think like, the ones to watch are the Bears, the yeah. Saints, and the and the Broncos. The Packers should definitely. They should be. They're, but I doubt <laughs> they. Oh, but oh. they won't. Oh, I know. Because the Packers won't. 
the Lions won't and should not Dan fire Campbell's Dan Campbell. Heck of a coach. Uh, I, that's uh, another win. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Detroit's. A They're win. six and seven. Even even if they miss the playoffs this season. Yep, winner. I would say so. They're, winner. That, that, They're winner. Winner. winner of the season. Dan Campbell, Campbell the, too. The Giants. Dan Campbell I don't think redeemed himself this year. Dan Campbell. Did? Dan, yeah. Well, I don't. I, yeah. I don't think he redeemed himself as well. Finally proved who he is. Yeah. You said the Giants are not winners. Giants are not winners. Jets are. Jets are winners. I'll give you that. Jets are I'll winners. Give you Jets winner. go in. I think the, the Giants, Giants are winners if they make the playoffs. The Gi- exactly. Or even if they don't, the Gi- they, they had turned. They had. The they, Giants they overachieved. The Giants still. Like, they, yeah. I don't think people thought they were winning more than seven games, and that they, was like a, that they was, really, that was they, they scraped view. and inched and nudged their way to, to I know, win. They so have. Like, they eached their way to seven and one, and it was all downhill. They have to. But but again, we we need to wait till the season ends to make a judgment on that. For the Giants, especially. A bunch of the teams. We named Rams, Raiders, Broncos. Write them off as losers. Oh sure, sure. Broncos lead that list and oh, write sure. them off as losers. Oh, I think yeah. the Rams are right behind them. Those teams are losers. Sure. I think you could write the Jets off as winners. Yeah. Yeah. Set, yeah. It, and, set it and forget yeah. it. The Jets are winners. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd write off Mike White and the Jets as winners. Yeah. <laughs> Mike White. Mike Giants. I think all is, the broken is, ribs. White. That's an open it depends. case. Depends. That's yeah, an open I case. I've, I've, I think and it's not fair to make that argument. I with think four Seattle's games in the same ballpark too because they started Seattle. so strong yeah. and they're going back down. I was gonna say I think yeah. Seattle's trending to be a loser. Yeah. The Giants I, think are trending I agree. to just be what the Giants were, we're expected to be. Yeah. It's it's still a loss though if they miss the playoffs. It's still a very disappointing after a very strong start. I mean, enough. Is it is it a loss or is it disappoint? Like, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, the hope right now is that we make it. I wouldn't say I would be disappointed. I mean, I'd be disappointed considering we start six and one. Of course, of course. Right, right. But like, I wouldn't be disappointed like as a whole. I still say like things are on, on the right track. Like, who would have thought? But you should have made the playoffs. Oh Mike. yeah, we okay, have but Rutgers should have beaten Ohio State on the road <laughs> to bring back an earlier conversation. Right. But they didn't. They were never expected to beat Ohio State. They hung with them and lost on a buzzer beater. If the Giants lose, you know, miss by one, miss the playoffs by That's, one game. But for a second, I thought you were talking about Rutgers football, and I almost wanted. Hey, hey, hey! Say, Rutgers, what's wrong with you? Rutgers, <laughs> when they played Ohio State, they lost. I mean, they lost by thirty-nine points. But they covered the forty point spread. They did, I had, that's <laughs> and they were winning seven week. nothing at one point. Yeah, <laughs> and the Giants <laughs> were six and one at one point. That's yeah. true. Look, it depends on if Seattle. It depends like, how makes, the Giants fare out. Yeah, I feel like the whole division could still make the playoffs, especially now that Seattle lost to Carolina. I mean, that's true. Like, Seattle yeah. folded. Yeah, but we'll see what happens with the Giants and Washington. I mean, that division. I mean, Washington. Washington and, and the Giants are tied right now in record. They're both seven five and one. Yeah. Who would have thought that right? was just a random? The fact that they Washington both have seven wins is just Wa- Washington's, Washington's a winner. winner. Washington's, Washington's a winner. Washington's a winner. The Cowboys are surging. Yeah. They are. Cowboys are. I don't oh, think yeah. they're winners. I think that's expected. It's expected. Yeah. I mean, it, Dak Prescott healthy. Even if he missed a couple expect, games. If they make the championship game, winners. But did we even if they lose to the big NFC, winners? But big did we expect winners. the beatdown that they put on the Vikings a couple weeks ago? That's true. Mm, I don't think so. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. If the Cowboys can make the the National Football Conference Championship game. Not even if they make the Super Bowl. If they, if they could just get there. That's if they a win, win for the Cowboys. Oh, sure. 100%. If, if they win and lose in the Super Bowl, easily winners. Definitely. But if they they got to get to the conference championship game to be in that category. There, but but it's definitely 10-3, and three, making the playoffs for sure, not a loss. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. That's for yeah. Even and Philadelphia, too, I Let's assume the, e- the Eagles are going to win this division. Let's, let's assume here. But the Cowboys are – I mean, I – Looking at the stats, they're gonna get a wild card. Oh, spot. of course they will. Oh, yeah. they'll, well, they'll be well, the five. They're yeah. they're the top wild card they team are. right now. They are. Well, well, again, Philadelphia's gonna win fourteen games at least this season. So you know, you look at that. The 
easily Dallas will be a wild card. But still, you, you, it's a good team. And imagine if absolutely. They, imagine if they actually sign Odell Beckham Jr. If they get him too to that yeah. team, that makes they, any, they just well. Him. If Odell can even play this season, maybe. But there's rumors that he could come back in January and he'll sign they just by signed January. T.Y. Hilton, by the way, the the Cowboys. Did they really? Yeah. So that makes me think that maybe yeah. the Giants end up getting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. So like, Interesting. When did they sign T.Y. Hilton? Um, just I, I saw it like just today. Oh, is it official? I saw that there were rumors swirling. Yeah, no, I saw like I, I saw. I like, didn't know two that. Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. Yeah. All right. Um, so, okay. Wow. Oh yeah, three hours ago, Cowboys mm. had veteran. T- wow. Okay, yeah. so that is a stack. That, that is, is the deepest receiving. Wow. That's deeper than the Eagles. All right. So, so maybe scratch. they don't get Beckham. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. So no, so I, I agree with you on that point, Molly. Yeah. So okay. So he's coming so, home. He's gonna be. A so job. where does Beckham go? Does he go back to New York? Or Buffalo? Or does he go to Buffalo? Buffalo. He, might, I, he, he, was, well, he wants. He to might win. go to Buffalo. He wants, he to, wants win. to win. He might go to Buffalo. Buffalo maybe. could very well. Buffalo, like we said earlier, Buffalo could win the AFC. And think about yeah. it this way: Buffalo should win the AFC. And again, I think Buffalo can beat the Chiefs. They could, but they please need, could we get that as a championship yeah, game? I know. Bills uh, Chiefs would be. Oh, would be. Especially after what happened last year. Oh in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my. In the in the divisional round. Oh my goodness. Need to my, see that. My again. My thing is that. And again, if the, Buffalo needs one more receiver, Odell will be a perfect slot to go with Stephon Diggs. And Buffalo's been struggling too. And if they yeah. get Odell in there, that just gives them more and confidence. Imagine to be stronger. a receiver like Odell more getting stronger. passes from Josh, Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen is leaps and bounds above Danny Dimes. Oh, like, let's like, just yeah. call it what it is. No, it is. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And this season easily has to be the most. Back and forth season I've probably ever seen. Pa- the past few years have been like that, with teams competing and teams not competing and teams being good and teams folding. But this year's unique. This year's very unique. The fact that the Giants are being very, you know, playing to a certain extent well. They they started strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the Eagles doing what they're doing. You have Denver getting Wilson and they're folding. You have Detroit possibly on the cusp of a playoff berth. Oh, that would be amazing. Being the wild card. But yeah. deserved. But deserved. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. That is exactly. so every yeah. single exactly. win they Definitely deserved. Definitely deserved. Uh, yeah. There's such No like, question about that. Cincinnati starting slow. The Jets could be a wild card team, Again, too. They deserve the every win. The Jets, yeah. Like, oh, um, overachieving. I mean, it's Oh, amazing. exactly. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. It's true. It is true. It, it, it's giving college basketball vibes in that sense. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> but like, you literally cannot predict. You, it's getting harder to predict you NFL games. You have no idea what's going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I, oh, 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 all I can predict is that Green Bay is going to be awful for years. <laughs> <laughs> A happy note to end crew. <laughs> happy note. <laughs> On that note. As uh, Cole sl- sulks out of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to put Karm out of his misery gonna here. going to put me in a home soon. That's going to do it for us here on the Monday crew. Moshe Golubchik, Alex Carminati. Arnav Sarkar, Gideon Fox.